Rising Appalachia is an American folk roots group that has been touring and making music for years. They play an impressive range of styles and instruments and draw on inspiration from disparate sources, creating a unique style all their own. Their most recent record was recorded in a spontaneous fashion in a very short period of time, and the results are amazing. I had a chance to chat with Leah about the album and how it was made. I hope you dig it. All right. Well, I was wondering if you could just uh, start off by telling us a little bit about the the record in general. Yeah. um, So this was kind of an, um, it was a surprise for all of us in a way. Um, We have talked for many, many years about creating a body of work that was sort of more of an experimental, improvisational kind of folk jam. Uh, But we had not really decided upon a date or a release or even the time frame to do it. And um, when we got together this year for the first time after about 15 months, uh, we got together mid-pandemic, middle of the pandemic, you know, and um, we gathered for a live stream. So we had a studio booked and it was the first time we had played music together for the whole year, essentially. We had been scattered all across the country, and we decided last minute to go ahead and book the studio for a second day. And just in case, you know, we had some bubbling energy in there, have a second day in the studio just for, for tracking, for singles, for some creative musing, and we didn't have an agenda, and we mic'd everybody up in the same room, and we just hit record. Um, and kind of did a round robin of improvisation where each band member would start a track and kind of carry it forward. And then the rest of us would build off of that track. And we didn't know what we were going to get into. And I think by the end of the day, we felt like we had just all been in a trance, you know, and, and that the creativity was just bubbling over because we hadn't been able to express or be around each other for such an intense year so when we when we got back into the material we kind of cut it up and we said oh my god it's a full album it is a full-length album right right here you know no we didn't go back in we didn't add anything we didn't overdub anything we just we just cut it up and wanted to deliver it in that way really sort of wanted it to be raw and rough and in its honest form and sort of a response to how vulnerable and how incredibly unknown this these times have been that's incredible have have you guys um recorded in that fashion before in a very spontaneous way no no we're not really big recording recording artists i mean we don't we don't do a ton of recording we don't do a lot of singles and we we generally will plan for a year or so about an album and we'll have all of our notes out and we will have rehearsed it a ton and have everybody's parts written down. This was not, we've never done anything like it. And it was really, it was not only inspiring, but it truly felt like a creative response to the times that we were sitting in. And I think it was in that way a catharsis for us as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. I've been I'm getting a, a, a sense from from various artists of um, songs that are starting to come out about kind of centered around the idea of healing and um, kind of processing through this last year. And uh, it sounds like that that whole 
process you guys went through was was kind of connected to that same vibe yeah yeah i mean i I do i think it was in a really strange way of catharsis for i mean not in a strange way that is what art should be but but in you know a catharsis for us as well to just to go in with no agenda and be able to to create and express together you know and we all just we like i said we were i think we were brimming over with that desire and need and and curiosity right so you had a lot of uh, uh kind of a pent up um desire to play with each other but yeah. did you also um come in with like um specific ideas for lyrics or musical ideas or things like that or um th- did each person kind of share stuff like that um chloe and i do all of the lyricism for sure we have with each album so we're very much the word crafters um and that's always been the case but this one even in that way you know catalyst the song Catalyst had a little bit of pre uh, preliminary thought behind the lyrics. And then song like Silver was completely improved off the top, just in the middle of the, of the recording session. And then we brought our poetry books. So a lot of times a, a song would start and we'd be flipping through all of our journals of old snippets of poetry and trying to figure out what pieces of, of, of scribing might fit and uh, and it was really loose in that way. And, and musically, it was real similar. There were a few things. I mean, Lost Girl, for example, is a traditional tune. So it has had its life in our, in our body of work before. But, but we weren't really thinking all those things through. You know, again, each, each band member would sort of start a riff or, or, or start a little bit of a vibe or a rhythm, and we would just build off of that and... And a lot of it came spontaneously, and the parts that didn't were somewhere in the recesses of our creative body of work, but were not necessarily by design at that moment, you know? Right. That's fantastic. I love that. Well, you, you brought up a couple of the songs I wanted to talk about um, already, um, Silver and Catalyst, and they both had this really meditative quality to them. And I was wondering if you could uh, talk about those songs a little bit. Yeah, totally. So Silver, um, our celloist and, and fiddle player, Duncan, started, and he started us with sort of a visualization. And he said, okay, you know, imagine that you're kind of in Walden's Pond and you're in the forest and you're walking down, um, walking through the forest and you, and you decide you're going to sit at this body of water. And that's all he said. And then he kind of kicked it off. And I improved those vocals, really kind of just going with that image and the song, the, the, the instrumentation sort of lent itself to, you know, that kind of almost nostalgic uh, feeling of, of returning to a place over and over and over again as your life continues to unfold, you know, and it, it, it leans into that that feeling, I think a little bit of nostalgia and a little bit of, of just the silver years as we like to call them in our crew, you know, as you're, as you are tackling and straddling, growing and aging and your life and body transforming, you know, just thinking about that return to place over and over again. Um, And then David Brown, our guitarist, 
brought in a beautiful traditional Irish tune in the back end of that that I think just seamlessly kind of fit in. And that's something we often do in our music, but I really, really like the way that that came into play there. And, and that one was one of our favorites in the studio too. You know, when we finished, we were all like, whoa, that one was cool. <laughs> And we just didn't know what we were doing each time. So it had such a spirit of presence for us as the artists, too. We kind of got to witness the songs unfolding. Catalyst, my sister, wrote, um, and she did actually write that one out a little bit before it was brought to the studio. That one had just a tiny bit of bones to it. She really wanted to write a song in 6-8. Um, so the rhythm is really interesting, and it was part of a prompt from a very cool, just intimate songwriting class that she and I have been part of since the pandemic started. And so she just got that one handed over. And, you know, I think it lyrically and structurally is the closest to some of our older rising Appalachian material and so we, we thought it would feel really good to have a song that has just a little more vocal parts and a little more structure to it so that's why we made that one sort of at the top of the album mm -hmm. yeah as a gate introduction to the rest of the the work in there yeah kind of ease you in like it goes from there just weirder and weirder <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I like the tune uh, Lost Girl as well, and it has this great Celtic and Appalachian sort of like uh, vibe to it. And I was wondering, uh, what, what was the inspiration for including that one in, in the work? Yeah, Lost Girl is one. Um, David David Brown, our, again, our guitarist, he taught me that, that old Appalachian tune on the banjo years ago, uh, and we always just used to play it off stage it's got a very cool lean to it and i think something about our musical tastes i think because we're all lovers of traditional music is that you you kind of have to dig to find these gems a lot of traditional appalachian and traditional irish music can just be some of it can be a little grating you know you know fast and 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 just really almost overbearing. I think of traditional music often as being a music that is more for the players and less for the listeners. Um, and Lost Girl has just this wonderful sort of ambling tone to it. It's got a really cool personality for a traditional tune. And I've always loved that song. And we've always thought about different renditions to record that one in. Um, this, this one we decided... Chloe wanted to to do the bass line, so she hopped over to the stand-up bass. She's she's not a stand-up bass player. <laughs> um, and really kind of leaned into this cool, very simple bass line that we almost ran the song off of. So that, that one is one of my favorites as well. And, and I love messing with traditional tunes and then finding a way to kind of open them up and and slow them down and, and, and lilt them a little bit. So that's one of my favorites, just the personality of knowing that it's got its foot in 
in Appalachian folk music, but we, we do what we do to most of them. We just sort of massage them out a little bit and, and put our own interpretation on them. Right. That's great. I, I love that. I love, one of the things I like about your guys' music is um, the, the multi-instrumentalist aspect of it, that there's so many different, uh, everyone who's playing is, is bringing different elements to things. And um, that, that, that's cool that you um, moved over to a different instrument and, and just uh, sort of brought it in. Yeah. Yeah. It took her a little while to find that part, but then we just liked it. It set a cool, simple groove. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, things are starting to open up kind of slowly as um, well, it actually kind of quickly now as far as touring and, and shows and stuff like that goes. Um, uh, what are you guys' plans for the rest of the year as far as um, getting back out on the road and playing shows for people? Yeah, we started our first tour of 16 months two days ago. So we are packing out the van and we did three shows in 24 hours and we head up the East Coast starting tomorrow morning. Um, so it's kind of, a, 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 it's a bit of an experiment for us too. I mean, I think everybody feels uh, different layers of inspiration, curiosity, hope to get back into the world of performance and also hope to not go back to the pace that the world was at before this, you know, and kind of come in tempered and with a little more, um, uh, a little more space, I think, you know, around us. I think that's something we've all learned. So we are on our way out the door and we'll know more <laughs> in a few weeks, but we're going to start. We started in North Carolina and we're going up through Virginia and up, up into Connecticut and New York, and then we end in coastal Maine on a five-day sailing tour on a beautiful triple-mast sailboat where we'll be doing shows on the boat. So <laughs> we're literally sailing off <laughs> into this experiment. That's awesome. So um, when you've been playing shows with people so far, um, have you noticed the, the, the response from the crowd? Has it uh, been different, kind of the same? Is there is there good energy coming from the people who haven't been to shows in a long time? Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot more tears. <laughs> but they're, they're like, a, it's tears of probably overwhelm and tears of joy and, and also probably tears of grief. Just what a freaking year we have all hurtled all across the globe and I don't think anybody knew how long or what all this would look like so being in a space together and, and I mean also for us just having people sing back at us back with us is like it's something that we really probably took for granted so if people want to support you, um, uh, buy your merch, support the, the band and all that kind of stuff, what's the best place to find you guys online? Just at our webpage, uh, risingappalachia.com, and that will take you. There's, there's all kinds of things. There's CDs, which I know are a bit of a dinosaur, but we still have them, uh, of our entire discography. And there's, there's vinyl. We have a herbal medicine line that we're really excited and inspired to have out in the world um 
And we've got some art, some posters, some paintings, some prints. There's all kinds of things in that world. So, yeah, just going direct to risingappalachia.com and kind of digging in from there and taking your time. Also, Patreon. We have a Patreon page, which is kind of a new platform for us, but has given us a place to sort of dump all of our up-and-coming creativity and some of the things that never make it to the wider world. We sort of all of our sketches have a place to live, which has been cool. That's a, that's a fun way to connect with artists. I really like Patreons. Yeah, totally. It's a very different way. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for connecting with me today. That's all the questions I had for you. Um, I, I think the album, awesome. sounds, the album sounds amazing. And um, yeah, I love getting that insight on it. Awesome. Thanks so much for covering it and telling the story. And glad it's out in the world getting shared. We're really proud of it. Thanks to Leah for chatting with me about the record. Don't forget to listen and find them online. And thanks for listening to my show. Like and subscribe and tell a friend. Until next time, everybody, have a good one.